0: This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than the birth of a child. The labor and delivery process, though, is uh, it's intense. Emotions can run the gamut, and one of those emotions apparently is laughter. As uh, we hear from Micah Burgess, who is the author of The Humor in Birth, Mike is a certified doula and the founder of Waco Doula. Yes, ma'am. And it is so good to have you, Thank you. here today. I have to, I've told you this. You sent me an advance copy of the book. And I mean, I'm laughing out loud. Love it. Love at it. This, at, at your writing. I mean, you're, you've never written before, I guess. No. Are no. you a journaler? Do you I do a... journal. Yes,
0: okay. I do journal. And I know, but I have never written anything before. <laughs> I have always told my clients, like, during a birth or something, if something happened that was funny or something that was said, I will look at them and go, Hey, I've always wanted to write a book called the humor in birth and this is going in it. So they've, I've threatened to write one for many, many years. And I guess quarantine was the right time to do right. it. Well,
1: there you go. The names have been changed to protect. Oh yes,
0: absolutely. The, you know, all, the all the names have been so changed that's <laughs> right,
1: to protect people's, you know, yep. their privacy and identity. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's start off by explaining what a doula is not a, a doula. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Ann, just doula. That's right. <laughs> it's just D-O-U-L-A, doula. So, so this is something, you're not a midwife. Correct. Although you have been trained
0: in that. So my training was with a midwife. I was a midwife assistant for a few years, okay. many, many years ago, uh, but realized pretty quickly that what I wanted to uh, do was be a doula because I just gravitated more towards the mom and supporting her um, verbally, affirming her, giving her uh, some advice on how to breathe through a contraction. And, and while I could do the other stuff like an exam or blood pressure or taking care of the baby, that kind of thing, I just preferred and I gravitated towards supporting the mom. And it was just a better fit for me. And so a midwife is like an OBGYN where they will deliver your baby. Like mm-hmm. they would replace the OBGYN. Um, they do everything except surgery, like a C-section. Um, but I don't do anything medical. I don't deliver your baby. I don't. I don't do anything medical. I'm there as a support person physically, mentally, even emotionally for moms.
1: Well, in an ideal world, that husband... <laughs>
0: The yes, father.
1: This is supposed to be doing that as well, mm-hmm. but sometimes they can kind of get caught up in the in the in the moment as well. That's
0: right. That's right. So and they're not
1: thinking as clearly, maybe as right. We I think would people
0: like. forget that it's their birth experience too, and yeah, you know, most well, most of them have never been to a birth. That's just the truth, unless it was their own children's births. But you know, they they also need to be supported. And so as a doula, I mean my role is to also support them as well. I want them to be as involved as they want to be. And and for some men, it is just holding her hand with his eyes closed through the whole birth and that's okay. I mean, that's probably why they hired me because they both knew that's what was going to happen. And then some of them are all in repeating everything that I say and they're enjoying the whole experience and that's really what as a doula, I really want for anyone that's in the breathing room, the the laboring mom or the husband, I want this to be a positive experience. And that is probably why I decided to take this angle on birth to help normalize it a little bit. We're just having babies and there's oh. comical things
1: that happen. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen the same way. You know, a, it's a physical process, uh, but every birth is different. Yes. And there are so many different ways um a couple or mom particularly can can decide they want that birth to look like correct that's right from from lots of drugs that's right oh yeah to um, you know i'm that's gonna right. be mother earth I, that's, that's right. how i started out that's right <laughs> so, yeah, did totally, up yeah earth, totally yeah totally
0: different and you know i i welcome that i want that i mean your birth needs to fit who you are as a person and mm-hmm. yeah there are plenty of women that they walk in the doors, they go ahead and call the anesthesiologist. Like that's how we're starting the shindig, which is fine, which is great. And I'm, I'm, I am probably more there for the women that are wanting to have a little bit more of a natural experience. Maybe they don't want the interventions or the medications. And so that means you've got a little bit of a harder road. You signed up for a marathon. And so there's, there's things that you, that woman is going to need in order to accomplish that goal that she wants to accomplish in having a, Natural vaginal delivery.
1: Yeah, we talk about the role of the husband, and I remember uh, one of the couples that you highlight in the book. They're both physical trainers. Yes. And, I mean, he turned into coach mode. He did. He was so... much fun.
0: It took, uh, myself I mean, her face. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do absolutely. It, do it, do it. <laughs> in coach mode. Like we're at the sidelines of a football game. Seriously. I mean, that is how <laughs> intense it was, but it was perfect because that fit her and she responded so well to him coaching. And so I just, Hey, let's do this. However y'all want to do it, but yes, it was, uh, Highly entertaining for sure and so much fun to have a dad that involved and being himself. I think um, I think one of the things that we really help provide as a support person in the room is I think we allow those men who maybe feel uncomfortable in this scenario. Right. um, We allow them to be themselves. Like, they don't have to remember everything from that childbirth education class. They don't have to know everything that's going on. They don't have to put that birth hat on. They just get to be themselves, and we want them to support um, their their wives in whatever way they normally would support them in, in real life, in normal life. And so that also helps give her that sense of attachment and, oh, that's right, I'm just having a baby. I'm not dying with this man that I love, you know, so... <laughs> it's full circle.
1: Yeah. You, you also told the story of, um, of a couple and the, and the, the wife's like, I just don't pay any attention to what he says because he was just so, uh, you do, it was hard apparently for you to read this guy. Cause he's mm-hmm. like, well, if she, if she wants to hire you, find her. But, right I mean, he, That's very right. brusque. And... Yes.
0: Yes. He was a, he was a <laughs> comical was a strange, guy,
1: but he was being funny. He was being just funny. Didn't know it.
0: That's right. And she warned me You know, in the book, I say the very first thing she told me when I sat down before he arrived was, please don't be offended by anything my husband says. And I hope he won't keep you from letting us hiring you. And I was like, (laughs) what am I about to find? I mean, and so, yes, he's in it for the shock factor. Most of the things that came out of his mouth, most of the things that he did were very funny and sarcastic and you know once I figured out oh okay that that's how we're gonna go then I was able to jump right in with them and we're laughing behind her back and winking pretty much the whole birth as she's focused but you know again she knows what her husband's like she knows what to expect and so yeah I've been to a couple of their births lots of fun
1: oh that's good and for you to have repeat yes (laughs) customers if you will it's it's got to be gratifying to you oh it is because you I'm sure you remember well you know this is how it, it all worked out last time, and you know maybe they want a few things changed or whatever. Uh, I had, had the opportunity the other night to have dinner uh, with a retired OB gynecologist, and okay. and I said, oh, I said I've read this hysterical book about the humor in birth, you know, and I was just saying, and he just sort of looked at me like <laughs> I <I'd grown> another <laughs> head or something. It was so crickets chirping. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, he must not have. He must, found have, too much he must not have had that. I mean, in his long career right. delivering babies, that's right. And and this is a
0: conglomeration of stories. Yeah. From I mean, I mean, the very first birth I ever attended was my nephew's birth, and he's thirty years old now, oh, thirty-one wow. years old now, and so this is a long, long list of births, and so there are some births. And they are not funny oh, at no. all. Serious from the word go start to finish. Scary and so, or
1: whatever. Yeah,
0: exactly. So this book doesn't take away from that. It doesn't take away from how monumental and inspirational and important birth is. Mm-hmm. It is just shining a light on a perspective and an aspect that I think we can use to our benefit to, again, to relax to understand what's happening, hopefully enjoy some of the process. And I think when we stop and realize that what just happened or what was just said is funny and we allow ourselves to be entertained for that moment, it it really can help change maybe even the atmosphere. If it was super heavy or if she was struggling, I think it can help change the atmosphere. And so,
1: yeah, I, I wish I told you this. I wish I had read this book before. I had well, my right. first my first baby forty one years ago. Now you know, and a yeah. lot has changed. We were back then just getting into, oh, the dads being in the delivery room. Right, I mean, it's right. it's really kind of amazing how how things have changed in a generation. Absolutely of of childbirth and how much more control. Of, couple has over the birth experience, which is a very good thing. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. We, we want, um, you know, I, I speak to it in the book that there are many different choices that women are going to make before they step into the birthing room, Mm -hmm. uh, from where they want to have their baby, who they want to deliver their baby, who they want to attend. Uh, there's a whole chapter on birth plans and I mean, it, it is, um, wonderful to see how many, Options there are for women today, and you know, our hope is to expose and let them see what all their options are. You know, hey, we don't always have to go this one track, even though that was your mom's experience, mm-hmm. or maybe all your friends
1: ended up with this. Oh, the yeah truth I is remember we have we're these, hearing about yeah. twilight sleep or something. <laughs> then my mother's generation yes. went, they go in and and then they'd like, yeah, Mrs. Wells, you have a baby? Oh my goodness, can you imagine? <laughs> Can't imagine. <laughs> Sometimes I think maybe that wouldn't be such, a bad, pain, absolutely. such a bad option right absolutely. there. Absolutely. But yeah, so you don't really take the place of them going to Lamas classes, if they even call them that anymore, uh, birthing classes. Or do you do that education for them? Or how, how does that work? Great question.
0: For Waco Dula, um, we do not offer a childbirth education class. Here's what you need to know from A to Z, everything about birth. We do um, a client class for our clients that has more to do with preparing Mm -hmm. your body and your mind for natural childbirth, very specific to that. Um, But there are lots of doulas out there that are also childbirth educators. And we even have some in the Waco area. They do both. And so there's not a wrong way to do that. One of the biggest reasons why we've chosen as Waco doula to not do childbirth education classes or be your postpartum doula as well. We really want to focus just on the breathing room and there are so many great, um, resources here in Waco. We're actually hosting an event and, um, April 24th, it's called an informed childbirth community event. And there's going to be lots of people there res- being represented like from prenatal all the way to postpartum. And we want women to know what the options are. And so as Waco doula, we're really focusing on the birth part of it. And mm-hmm. then we're going to point these women in the right direction so that they get the best childbirth education that they can, that they find the best lactation consultant that they can. And we want them to find those people that are really great at what they do. They're passionate about what we do. And what we're passionate about is the actual birth.
1: Well, you've certainly taken part in how many births? It's over, well over 200 now. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And uh, as I chuckle, because there are so many, so many funny stories that you tell, in uh, in your book the humor in birth and when we come back we're going to maybe hear you read an excerpt or two perfect from that so sounds great stay with us hello and thank Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business From Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. And we're back visiting with Micah Burgess, who is a Waco doula. She is; she has written a hilarious book called The Humor in Birth. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about all the different women that you work with, and most of them Southern ladies. Yes, ma'am. And you, you, know, you giggle because <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, because Southern, like, you know, you have a certain picture in your mind of a Southern genteel lady, but some of them can really sound like sailors not to, <laughs> that's right, not to disparage sailors that's right. with their language, but <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There, there, there are points during the birth of a baby that things do get very intense. Uh, absolutely.
0: Yes. And uh, quite frankly, when they do get very intense and we start hearing from these mamas who, you know, are telling it like it is, then that's a great uh, clue for us to go, okay, we're getting closer to having a baby because she just, lost her composure now. (laughs) And now that we, we know where we're headed. We know (laughs) she's dropping an F-bomber. That's that's right. We don't have that filter on anymore. It's uncensored.
1: So we're getting after it now. So (laughs) we love it. The filters are off. Well, you, you answer a lot of basic questions in the book. Basics like, you know, what to take, what's the dad's role. We kind of touched on that. What, what scares a new mom the most? Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: well, you want me to give that punchline or you want to wait for people to read the book, What a Woman's Greatest Fear Is? <laughs> Let's let
1: them read the book. Okay, read the book on that one. i sure. The, <laughs> their, their greatest fear. Um, but what are some of the biggest mistakes you've made as a doula? That I've
0: made. I've made plenty of mistakes for sure. Um, uh, the very first bird, one of the very first birds that I attended, um, actually became a great learning experience for me. I was working with a midwife and it was actually at a home birth and I had shown up. It was time for there, the, for me to start coaching for labor for this woman. She was not communicating at all. She was one of those very focused people. The, the room was darker. There was peaceful music. I mean, there just wasn't any chatter even between the contractions. She was just super focused. So I was um, coaching her and, you know, just, watching as she was approaching a contraction and just saying hey here comes another contraction you're doing great
1: you, you say that a... and i just remember that's right <laughs> that's like, right. All right they say you back. forget
0: chump <laughs> you don't you really. don't you don't No, i <laughs> really can't still remember that's right that's right so i'm telling her to take a really good deep breath and then just let all the pain out and so i've been coaching her for a couple of hours and then the midwife finally pulled me And she said, hey, let me talk to you for a second. So we stepped out of the room and she's like, hey, this is my fault. I should have told you, but she does not want us to use the word pain. And I was like. Oh, snap. I think I've said it a hundred times in the last few hours. So then I go back in and that's all I can think about. And is don't say pain. Don't Don't say pain. Don't say pain. And of course, that's what what I'm trying to say. And so, you know, I'd start to say, I mean, push. And, you know, then I was just like, you're doing so good. You're killing it. And then I'm like, wait, can I say killing it? I'm just totally second guessing myself. And so the baby's here and she's like, oh my goodness, Micah, thank you so much. Your coaching was perfect. And I'm thinking to myself, what? I mean, I messed up completely, but I learned a great lesson. Women don't need to be reminded they're in pain. Like, you don't need to say that word. There are plenty of other things that I can say (laughs) to help you relax, through that discomfort, through that intensity, through the pressure, and not have to use that word. So it was a, this particular mistake was a great learning experience for me.
1: Yeah. Well, I think when you're very transparent in the book about things that you've done. I think you, you called the mom by the wrong name the whole time. Yes,
0: I did. I called her Sharon, let's say, you know, through the entire birth. And then at the end, the baby's born. I was like, congratulations, Sharon. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, thank you. My name is Cecilia. And then, Okay. Yeah, that that just happened. And that's embarrassing. So yeah, I make plenty of mistakes.
1: Yeah, okay. So and another thing I learned really reading your book about all these new techniques for the laboring mom. And of course, I knew even back, my youngest is 34. And so walking around really helped, you know, moving around, just plopping in in a bed for, you know, hours of laboring really, you know, that doesn't, doesn't help. Doesn't move things along, but but now you use these big exercise balls, mm-hmm. and uh, and and even lead the mom into a shower, and <laughs> and they shower. I, which so I've I guess done what, that one time, time. Shower feels pretty good. That's right, I've done that, know, that one you know, time. One time. you One do that, time. And this so, was in a hospital setting. Yes, ma'am. It was in a hospital,
0: um, and my client had been laboring beautifully on the birthing ball, and then. All of a sudden, things kind of shifted, and now that wasn't working as well. The pain has, you know, gotten more intense. And so I was like, hey, you know what? Let's get you in the shower. Let's get that hot water on your back and on your belly seat. That helps. But there wasn't one of those shower chairs in this particular huh. shower. And so I was like, no problem. Let's just stick the breathing ball in there. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. So I get her in the shower. We get the water temperature going. Her husband's sitting right outside the um, curtain, and um, I'm now in the room. I stepped out of the bathroom to catch up on my notes a little bit, give them, you know, an opportunity to connect just the two of them. And then I hear her husband call my name. And so I'm like, yeah, what's up? And then I see what the problem is that there's water seeping out of the bathroom door into the patient's room. (laughs) And I'm like, what has happened? So I go in and now, I mean, it is coming out fast. And I mean, it is just everywhere in no time in no time at all. And so I buzz for some help for them to bring some towels and some blankets. And now it's Stop seeping out into this the water. hallway. I can oh, hear no. them discussing it in the oh, hallway. No. What has happened? So I walk into the door and she's in the middle of a contraction. I do yeah, not, not interrupt her. No. No, that's right. In a <laughs> contraction. So I wait till the contraction's over. I turn the water off. And of course, you know, the breathing ball was on the drain. Did you know that the drain is there and to help drain the water out of the shower so you don't flood right. a and, it's, and it's all one know. level.
1: I mean, it's in, all a, one level. in a hospital, you know. Right. There is
0: no really lip to no speak lip. of because they don't want a mom to trip, right? right? So it is just steadily, it took us forever to clean that up. And there's more to that story. I'd love for you to get the book and read the rest of that story. It's pretty funny. And yes, that is probably, I'm the most famous. For that mistake in this particular hospital i get teased quite a bit by uh, my nurses that i have been working with for a long long time and they love this story they think it's hysterical so yeah.
1: there you go well you you give a lot of love in the book to the medical professionals to the doctors to the to the nurses to the midwives you know that actually do the catching of the baby it's because nice. You said that's not what you do. I do not deliver babies. And I
0: say it several times throughout the book. That is not my role, not my job. And so, yes, I make sure that we've got those, uh, the medical professionals on hand quickly once we realize baby is coming. So, yes, and I'm so thankful for them. I don't want their job. They, they are amazing at what they do at delivering babies. Like Mm -hmm. you said, whether it's midwives, OBGYNs, nurses, there's been plenty of nurses that have delivered babies because that baby's coming fast. The doctor just didn't make it yet. Um, So I'm very, very thankful uh, for all of them, all of the people that I get to work with on a regular basis.
1: But you perform really a very important role because you're, you're there with the mom and you're seeing sometimes subtle changes that can signal. My baby's coming now. Yes. As, you know, yes, the when, doc maybe who knows where you know. exactly. I,
0: I think one thing that I have recognized over the years, you know, when a mom gets into active labor um, and she kind of hits that milestone of like six centimeters and we're like 90 to hundred percent of face. And I explained some of that in the book. If that doesn't make sense to you right now, I don't want to bore you with all the details of that, but that typically means we just pushed her off the cliff, and now it's like a locomotive. She's yes. rolling <laughs> down that hill. So I know that even though right after that exam, maybe the numbers still don't show how far along she is, I can tell by the way a woman is breathing, by the way she is moving by the noises that she's making if we're headed into transition and we're going to be having a baby soon. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'm not shy to communicate that. Hey, I know you just checked her five minutes ago and she was still a six, but I'm telling you something is happening. I think you guys need to get in here and they get in here. Sure enough. Oh, wow. There's baby's head. And so, (laughs) you know, when you're being able to, like you mentioned earlier, move around, uh, get in different positions to help baby drop down to open up your pelvis more Then, yeah, I mean, the way birth is supposed to work is it's just supposed to roll on down until you have that baby. And so we love to see that. And, uh, you know, it is sometimes a really stark switch for some moms and, you know, we're breezing along and doing Jekyll and Hyde. Exactly. (laughs) Jekyll and Hyde and breezing through and going along just fine. And then boom, all of a sudden we got a different woman in the room because everything just changed in an instant. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we try to take our cues from these mamas in terms of, you know, how far along they are and how well they're doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Just finished watching the Ken Burns series on Hemingway, Mm -hmm. not to put pressure on you, you know, as an author, as (laughs) an author. But of course, in this beautiful series on Hemingway, they would read excerpts from his writing. And um, I was just thinking, read an excerpt from, there's lots of capital letters (laughs) Yes (laughs) Yes ma'am. <laughs> Spelling out sounds. That's right. Oh, gosh. But, but you have something you want to share with us um, when it comes to working with amateur first time I guess you means Yes may. ma'am.
0: <laughs> Parents, That's
1: right. As opposed to those who've been there done that you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go with this again second maybe third time for another baby. That's right. So what is it what you want to share with us?
0: So there is obviously a difference between, um, and I can remember for me, a first-time mom and a, a veteran. Amateur versus veteran is the name of this particular chapter. And you, as a first-time mom, you just don't know what you don't know. Right. And you can be as prepared as possible. And it's scary. It is scary. But you don't start, you don't get to start checking those boxes until you're actually at the birthing room and in labor. Oh, this is what y'all were talking about. Oh, okay. I get it now, you know. So you just don't know what you don't know. And then, you know, veterans. So some of the responses uh, that I might get uh, to someone who thinks they're in labor, right? Mm -hmm. So these first timers I'm going to read here, but these first timers, God bless them, can be slightly obsessive when it comes to analyzing signs of labors. Every pea color, vaginal tingling, cramp or gas pain is scrutinized. The truth is they are just ready to have their baby. And the hope is that they are one step closer to a first time mom. Everything means I am in labor. My response Yes, cleaning out your garage might be a sign of nesting, but it's not a guarantee that today's the day. Oh, I see you're feeling nauseous and tired. Maybe try taking a nap first before heading into the hospital right away. You're cramping, but have no pain. That's a great indication that your body's warming up. It's still too early, though, to say whether or not you should call your parents to fly in from Hawaii. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love to be given the heads up. Then I have these amateurs, I mean these uh, professionals, Mm -hmm. and uh, veterans be like, hey girl, I have been having some contraction like tightening for the past several hours. They're about three to four minutes apart, but they're just not as strong as with my first baby. I'm going to take a quick shower, grab a bite, and drop the kids off at my mom's. Figured I could head to the hospital after that just to see what's going on. Or (laughs) three to four minutes. That's right. (laughs) Sorry for the late text. It's 2 a.m., but I was having some contractions while we were at dinner. On the way home, my water broke. I decided to get some sleep, and I just woke up with lots of very strong contractions right on top of each other. Danny thinks we should go in, but I'd like to sleep a little bit longer. Any thoughts? (laughs) Uh, Yep, it doesn't sound like that baby's going to let you catch any more Zs. So, just the difference between amateurs, veterans, just deciding whether they're in labor or not. Very, very different.
1: Yeah. What, what is your favorite part of the book? What's the funniest? I mean, I'm thinking about all the candles in the room and somebody catches on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the very first birth I ever went to. That was actually <laughs> my nephew being born. And, uh, both my sisters were with, uh, both my sister and I were with my sister as she was relaxing in the bathtub. And, you know, we're just telling her what a great job she's doing, encourage her, having conversations. And then all of a sudden she gets super restless and um, she's trying to communicate something and she's pointing at us. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, is this what we see in the movies? I mean, like she's about to have her baby right here. What is going on? She's clearly struggling. And then finally <laughs> she's as loud as she can in the middle of this contractions. And she points at my sister, your shorts are on fire. <laughs> and we're like, what? Sure enough, she'd been leaning on the bathtub where there was a candle, and her shorts caught on fire from this candle. And now we are scooping water out of the tub, splashing her. She is soaked. The floor is soaked, trying to put this fire out. And then we all just burst into laughter because the whole scene was just hysterical. <laughs> and that's probably, and you know, one of the reasons I knew right away. I mean, Oh, there are some amazing parts of birth. I mean, I don't remember a lot of other things about my sister's birth. I know that it was hard. I know that it was long. I know that she had to really focus. I know there was a lot of coaching, but that stands out in my mind for sure. And it was an opportunity for her to settle into, oh my gosh, this was a funny thing that just happened. And I think it helped set the tone for her uh, and for me in realizing that I, this is something I want to do. This is something I want to experience so
1: <laughs> well one of, one of the funny episodes so I interrupted you what is, what is your favorite funny moment? no let's see is there one there were so many
0: yes one of my favorites is there's a chapter called sisters and one of my favorite um stories is the the mom that is giving birth is actually a good friend of ours she and her husband and her sister was there and it's time for her to start pushing. And yes, like you said, throughout the book, it's just a lot of vowel sounds, capital vowel sounds, trying to make, <laughs> yes, trying to make these sounds that women make when they're pushing a baby. You so did a pretty good job. Well, thank you. Bear with me. I just gets like, a, I ran out of valves really, really quick, but anyway, so at one point I can, you know, she's taking a deep breath and then I start hearing her push and but I'm looking at her, and her mouth is not moving. Her mouth is not open. Her eyes are closed. So I'm looking around, and I realize it's her sister, that's making this mm, pushing sound. <laughs> and so then here comes another contraction. I'm like, get a really good deep breath, and they're just gonna blow it all out. And then I hear. Whoa! <laughs> And again, it's her sister. It's not her. And Anne, through every single push, her sister made all of the noises. My client not one time made a pushing sound. Not once. Her sister literally did all, I'm using air quotes here, did all the pushing for her. And at one point, the midwife's looking at them and she's like, well, okay, ladies, here we go. Let's have this baby. <laughs> it was like a team effort. <laughs> it was totally a team effort. And and her sister finally looked at her and she's like, is this okay that I'm doing this? And my client was like, yes, because I have no energy. Just take over and go for it. And so, hey, you got to do what works for you. But that is definitely one of my favorite <laughs> stories. It was so much fun to be a part of.
1: Oh, well, I mean, you, you help in a lot of ways. I, I know there was one Instance where, where the mom grabbed your shirt, and pulled you in like almost on top of her. Yes. Room. Yes. That, intensity of that. That is one of my of repeat work clients. You know. That's
0: right. And she is a pro. I'm telling you what, she's amazing at giving birth and she was just cruising along. It was happening so fast. And then, like I said earlier, just in this one instant, everything changed. And so she, I walked over to the bed to check on her because she had said, Hey, I'm needing something. And so I walked over to the bed to check on her. And yes, she grabbed my jacket and pulled me towards her. So I'm like bracing myself on the rails of the bed so that I don't fall on top of this laboring pregnant woman who's got a hold of me. Like we are nose to nose and she's just got this face (laughs) like, ah, you know, and I'm like, okay, don't. Don't fall, hold it together, hold it together. But yeah, I mean, in like two pushes, that baby was born. And so- it wasn't until after the baby was born that she let go of you. That's right. Yeah, baby was born. And I was like, how you doing? That was quite a ride, baby's here. And she's like, oh yeah, and then let go. And we had a good laugh about it. It's Yes, definitely. I want to say, I keep saying- this is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. Oh, I know. (laughs) My editor finally was like, you have to stop saying this is one of my favorites. I was like, okay. (laughs) So we pulled a lot of those comments out of the book, but because they are, obviously it's my life. It's what I do. It's what I love. I'm super connected to all of my clients and they are, they're family to me. And so I'm very invested in them. And,
1: and yeah, every story feels like my favorite story for sure. (laughs) Well, you've got a great collection of them in The Humor and Birth. How can folks get a copy? Thanks. So it is on Amazon right now, and you just, they make it really simple.
0: You just type in The Humor and Birth, and it will <laughs> pop up, and it is available now. And uh, It's been published, and we are so excited that this uh, journey is complete and to share it and to offer it uh to others and so i love that it was that you thought it was funny and that you wished that you had had it should
1: be required reading for every pregnant woman particularly the first time mama (laughs) awesome well thank you i appreciate that yeah well it's been great visiting me thank you so much michael burgess waco doula and they can get more information on waco doula where
0: that's right. Wacodoula.com. And then also our Facebook page is um, Wacodoula.com and our Instagram is Wacodoula. And so, yeah, lots of information that way. Um, you can also go to MyDoulaMica. That's my Instagram page. And so lots of ways to find us. It's
1: been great. Thank, thank you, you, you so much. Thank you, Ann. Yeah.